Welcome to Wild Minute with Troy. We're coming down the home stretch. Think about it. Thursday afternoon on August 6th, you have the National Championship men's hockey semifinals later today. You have day one at the Masters. Easter weekend is right around the corner, and the Wild conclude the regular season next week. Just five games to go before your Minnesota Wild enter the 16-team tournament that is the pursuit of Lord Stanley's Cup and will make another quest to get out of the first round. As I said, this is the Wild Mint with Troy, and of course I'm Troy. You found me. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple. Follow us on Instagram at Wild Minute Troy. Email questions at wildminutewithtroy at gmail.com. We're here, and we're here to help you get through the wild season and into the postseason. Uh, the, what makes us different from most wild podcasts is we get that you're busy. We get that you don't have time to listen for an hour and a half or an hour to the breakdown of what is the state of hockey. We give it to you in five-minute portions. You get in, you get out, you get on with your life. But best of all, before or after a game, you're fully equipped and prepared and briefed with what you need to know with the greatest team in the NHL, and that's the Minnesota Wild. Later today, we'll be posting our preview of tonight's game, where the Wild play at Pittsburgh, their fifth straight game against a playoff team. Uh, They will be at Pittsburgh, 6.30 p.m. local time. The game's on Bally Sports North. We'll preview that later today, so make sure you check back on Spotify or Apple, Wild Minute with Troy. What we're going to do today, really briefly, is touch on a couple things. Ever since our uh, production team launched the Instagram account, we've been exploding. We've been hearing from you. Thanks for reaching out. And one of the newest uh, segments we're going to do is Ask Troy Anything, and I will usually answer. So we're going to touch on a couple quick and get you back on your day. First question that someone threw at me was, what is your favorite beverage during a wild game? Interesting question. Um, I usually don't per- don't uh, drink my favorite beer, which is Stella, just because I want to stay focused in on the game. You can laugh if you must, but I uh, I like to watch most of the games with my sons or with friends. Usually the drink of choice is Arnie Palmer Diet. No carbs, no sugar, little different taste than your normal Arnie Palmer, but get that to about 38 degrees in your fridge, and it's pure bliss as you watch Kapril Kaprizov skate around the ice and usually uh, a wild win. Next question. Uh, in, let's see, I'm reading this. Okay. Mojo. With the impact of Mojo on the second line with Boldy and Eck, where do we see Gustav Nyquist drawing into the lineup? That's a great question, and it's been um, a topic of fodder lately because we could see Gustav Nyquist in the lineup as soon as Saturday night against St. Louis Blues uh, at the X. What I think the Wild will do, the plan overall, as you know, when they got Gustav Nyquist on the trade deadline, he had an upper body and was on the IR until most likely the last week of the regular season. That's held up. However, Gustav has been playing, uh, practicing with the team uh, for about the last 10 days and was on the most recent road trip. So he's ready to be activated. Most news reports say expect him in the lineup Saturday. When Billy traded for Gustav, he he was known as a top six forward, and it was assumed that once he got healthy, he'd slide into that second line with Eck and Boldy, and finally free Boldy, as Wild Minute with Troy has been calling for for months. We've anchored down Boldy long enough. Gustav Nyquist, a top six forward, seemed like the guy that could free up Boldy, and it made perfect sense. Enter Marcus Johansson. So Johansson was almost an afterthought when you looked on trade day of the trades that Billy made, trade deadline day. 
And then, of course, we've well documented what's happened since then. You've watched the Wild. You've seen it with your own eyes, and your eyes don't lie. Marcus Johansson is the perfect complement to Matt Boldy, and you put Eck in the center of that line, and he goes to the front of the net and causes problems, and the result's what you've seen. I think Boldy's had 13 goals in his last 12 games. Johansson's speed has freed him up, and his create, Johansson's creativity and just synergy with Boldy is only getting stronger, so there's no way they break up that line heading in the playoffs. So now, Gustav Nyquist, if healthy, will slide into that third line. And that would mean that a Brandon Duhame would probably go down to the fourth line or even a healthy scratch. So that third line would be Moose, centered by uh, Freddie Goudreau, and then we think Gustav Nyquist would fit in nicely there. One last thing about that that doesn't have a lot to do with Nyquist we really think Brandon Duhame should stay on that third line and Moose should go to the fourth, but I don't think the Wild would ever do that with a veteran with an A on his sweater. And considering how much leadership Moose provides, as long as Moose stays healthy, I think that third line will be for the playoffs. It'll be Moose on one wing, Gustav Nyquist on the other, and uh, Goudreau centering that line. Now that will be really interesting because, as I said, you're throwing a top six forward by anyone's standards on a third line. So suddenly he's a top six forward playing a top nine role. So that'll be really interesting. Hopefully Goudreau can can uh, trigger something in Nyquist uh, and then Moose can play that physical role. But uh, we'd love to see Moose play like he did last year. And he did for a little stretch before he got hurt again. So um, it'll be interesting to see. But bottom line, Gustav Nyquist, top six forward in a top nine role. He'll be with Moose and Goudreau on that third line. Finally, uh, one last question that we'll touch on today. Other questions have come in. We'll save those for another time. How will Billy Gearin handle Brock Haber, Faber? Great question. Brock Faber, as everyone knows, just one of the na- nation's best college defensemen, uh, plays for the Gophers, was traded to the Wild from the LA Kings, who owned his rights uh, when the uh, Wild dealt uh, Kevin Fiala there in the offseason. So um, now we have Faber. Facing off today, I think, at 4 o'clock down in Tampa in the Frozen Four against Boston College uh, in the NCAA semifinals. If the Gophers would lose, technically, Faber could sign with the Wild later tonight or tomorrow and be with the team by Saturday at the X against St. Louis. It'll be very interesting. One, of course, uh, most Minnesota fans hope the Gophers win that game, and that would mean Faber would play in the national championship on Saturday, and win or lose in that game would be eligible to play with the Wild on Monday. Um, We think Billy's going to take his time with this one. Um, We could be completely wrong here, but we've seen this rotation of Merrill, Goose, Addison, uh, all pairing with Klingberg. And the Wild really not settling in on one number three pairing. Now, the first D pairing obviously stays Spurgey Middleton. The second one is Dumba and uh, Brodeen. And I often say Brodeen babysitting Dumba. Those are their top four. It's been reported that Faber could drop right into this NHL lineup as your number four defenseman. I'm not quite sure they're going to break up Brodeen and Dumba. I think if they activate Faber... He will play a third defenseman role, and he'd probably pair up with Klingberg, which would mean Merrill, Goose, and Addison are your seven, eight, nine defensemen. Um, and that would leave a little interesting dynamic heading into the playoffs with a lot of, you know, that would leave Dean Evison with a lot of cards to play. 
But when you think about it, if you're going to play Faber in that third defensive pairing role, and he's joining the team last week of the season and or the playoffs, do you really want to waste a full year of bargaining rights, of of, of owning his contract to devote uh, designating him to a third D pairing role? I'm not so sure you do. So, and and I don't know. Is it you know something to think about? Is it fair to just drop him into a lineup like this as the team goes into the playoffs when he's never played an NHL game? We're not doubting that he's ready. We're not doubting his ability. We're not doubting his talents. I just I kind of think twice about it if I'm Billy and save him for another year, which means you don't have to truly pay him out for another year. So something to think about. It should provide a little more clarity as we get through the rest of this week and into the weekend and into early next week. But it's not the slam dunk that we've talked about for weeks. We'll join you later today. We'll have another podcast to break down the Penguins Wild. Again, they play at 6.30 tonight. You uh, know where to find me. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple. And follow us on Instagram at Wild Minute Troy. We'll talk to you.